When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. that we are back it's the uh, Lori and julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment i was just listening to the gone with the wind theme off the air just to remind myself how good it is even though there are no words back to you okay thanks donnie so the 2020 razzie nominations were um announced this weekend and, and of course these are for the worst worst movies of the, of the year and we still remember Sandra Bullock winning an Oscar for The Blind Side the night after she won Razzie's for Worst Actress and Worst Couple for All About Steve. She showed up to the Razzie ceremony with a wagon um, full of All About Steve DVDs. She did the back-to-back. It's hysterical. So the 2020 Razzie's ceremony hasn't been scheduled yet, but the nominations, well, Cats and The Haunting of Sharon Tate, starring Hilary Duff, lead the pack of nominated films. Um, I love what they say. Okay, three films tied for the most Razzies. Cats, okay. Medea Family Funeral, which people do love those movies. I love And them. Rambo, Last Blood. All of them got nods for Worst Pictures, Supporting right. Actress, Screen Combo, and Screenplay. Here's, according to the Razzie organizers, Rambo was in, assaulting to the senses, <laughs> insulting to the intelligence. I kind of, I love that. Okay. Um, insulting. Uh, other worst screen combo, uh, which is an award, were the two half-feline, half-human hairballs <laughs> from Cats yeah. and Jason Derulo and his CGI neutered bulge. Oh, remember that? Okay. So I, I think when it comes out, though, on at home for free. You know, like on a premium HBO or something where we can watch Cats for free. Oh, I will definitely watch it. You do. And yeah. you report back and let it us know. No, I think it'd be fun to giggle. No, Julia, yeah, I've so. got Dynasty to catch up on on the CW, okay? Uh, other worst screen combo uh, people up for awards is they list Rambo star Sylvester Stallone in his impotent rage. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's a combo. And John Travolta in any screenplay he accepts. What is going on with Which that? Which is like, that is a great oh, worst screen. Crazy. That, that is, is such a good swipe at John yeah. Travolta. James Franco and Hathaway's backside bearing co-star Matthew McConaughey because Anne Hathaway is a double nominee for um, The Hustle and Serenity. What was the hustle? I don't even know. With Rebel Wilson. Yeah, the oh. remake. 
Okay. And and Rebel I, Wilson got nominated as supporting for The Hustle as and, well. Oh. And Matthew McConaughey got a Razzie nomination for Serenity, which a lot of people liked that they movie. They did like that movie. Rambo got... Here, listen to this. Rambo mm. Last Blood on Rotten Tomatoes, 27% by critics, but audience was 82%. Yeah, yeah, because it's a formula, blah, blah, blah. Right, but right, anyway, right. I... I I did. I didn't know that there, you know, were that many. But I guess it makes sense. And Travolta, uh, he got nominated uh, for best, worst actor for being in the Fanatic and Trading Point. That's why they made this him up for the worst screen combo. John Travolta in any screenplay accepts. And he did Gotti <laughs> last year. And um, well, and Joker. Here's now Joker got nominated for a Razzie, and jo- okay. Joker is the only f- movie this year to receive a Razzie. And an Oscar nomination, you know, for what the is, same role. It's nominated in a new Razzie category. What's it called? It's the it's the Razzie category that recognizes the worst re- reckless disregard for human life and public property. <laughs> I think they created it for Joker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But it's yeah. get, it's competing against Dragged Across Concrete, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, Joker, and Rambo: Last Blood, and Hellboy. Oh, yeah, there was another Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David, David Harbour. His... Yes, yeah. thank and you. And he's going out with like Lily Rose or Lily Allen. Lily, Lily Allen, Allen yeah. the Lily singer. Lily Allen, whose brother is the guy who got his balls cut off in Game of Thrones. That's her brother? Oh. Elfie Allen. Okay. <laughs> You're right. You're right, Lori. That. That's her real life. <laughs> and he was brother. at the Oscars and he was in he some scared pictures. Us. He scared us. No, and I saw him in pictures. He's so and I'm like, strange looking How in do person. I know that guy? How did I know that guy? I'm and like, at first I thought it was Billy Eilish's brother Finn. Finn. They kind of look alike. They do. Odd looking. Almost translucent with that gingery hair and very shallow face like sculpt out cheekbones and stuff yes and pale pale eyebrows very very but we digress we digress anyway so trading paint the other john travolta movie for those of you who didn't get to see that that was the one where he played the race car driver co-starring shania twain oh my word so we we miss that. Okay, one. people are not buying shania's tickets in las vegas because the girl is hustling i know it okay wait a minute so this was we're going to vegas it didn't even occur to us even once to say oh let's check into shania not zero it didn't even enter our mind her or paula abdul not let's even for half not a even second. a second well now there's so many options there lorraine so but, i'm gonna give her i'm trying to be no nice. julia don't, don't bother being like nice we're like who big I, is there and we're, bruno mars okay bruno mars. that's it don't go any mm-hmm. further stop no, it is very... Um, oh, boy, James Corden got a West uh, worst supporting for Cats. He's going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry is a double nominee because he plays so many characters. Right. In Medea. In Medea. Medea. And Judy Dench got one for Cats. <laughs> well, she can't help it that the visual effects people stranded her in the dark. And Jessica Chastain. So, you know, but no one has been as classy as Sandra Bullock. No. Although I do think Halle Berry... She did. Was a double nominee for a Razzie and an Oscar. And she showed up. She showed the up. The James Bond year when she was in that and something else? Maybe. No, her Oscar nomination was for, wasn't that? Monsters? Monster? Yeah. Or not Monster, that's Charlie Theron. Oh, or, uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember that. that you, Billy Bob Thornton, prison thing, hot yeah. sex scene. Yeah. What was oh. it called? Oh. It was Monsters called Ball. Monsters Ball. Yeah, yeah, in bed. Monsters Ball. 
Monster-in-law, Monster, mm-hmm. Monster's Ball, the original Monster, Frankenstein. <laughs> the Monsters. The Monsters. Anyway. No, because wasn't Charlize Theron in something like Monster? Monster, that's what I said. So there's Monster and Monster's Ball. Yeah. And Monster-in-law. Or, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, right. with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, and Jane Fonda. Okay, here's the Ray Donovan guy that we got to tweet, you guys. David Hollander. All right, I'm going to Twitter he right now. He says, never say never. Told Cinema Blend about bringing the show back for it intended to have an A season. To be fair to our bosses, Ray Donovan for the Showtime model was an expensive show. It's not my fault. We were going into our A season with salaries and all the step ups for Union, and the move to New York was extraordinarily expensive. So there is that. They did that, that for Liev. Everything's in place. They did that for Liev. Yeah. H O L L what? L L A N D E R. H O L L A N D E R. He said, "My the actors are in demand. Once we tear down the sets, the sets are still standing. Oh, no, stop. Yeah, the people are still contracted. The, mecha- the mechanisms are still in place. He's giving a warning to Hulu or Netflix or I somebody. I want it. All right. So we got to get... Uh, they let Ray Dana wrap it up. Okay, with the two-hour movie, people are saying... That, that would be good. I mean, right, What do you want me to say? Well, I don't know. What do you want we me to say? We don't need to do it right now, but it's just something for people who are Ray Donovan fans. We just should know that. There's a lot of David Shatter. Hollanders. Yeah. So you want to go David Hollander plus Ray Donovan. Okay. And Dan Buffa says if Showtime has any self-respect, they'd let Ray Donovan wrap up its story with a two-hour movie. Yeah. You gave Shameless two seasons, 11 total. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about this, um, Julia? Yes. If if you like, if you like this idea of this, this story right now, because you did not... Um, Really read it, read it, or give it any or thought. Or care about it? What, we oh, haven't this talked is about it. Made up. This, no. all right, I feel like when you look at me. The center. Did I didn't you watch, watch it? it? No, oh. Lori. I have tennis at night. I know. I have. You've got Bumble to check. I've got. I'm self partnering. Julia, I watched a little bit of TV because I was staging some clothes. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So I had some time. Yeah. To do some things, moving around, trying things on, ironing. Watching TV in the center with Matt Bomer. Is it good? It's good. So it's going to be good again. Bill Pullman. What, what network be, is it, that again? It's USA. People tape that because they're so good and they're limited series and mm-hmm. there's like eight or ten at the moment. There's been two other seasons that Jessica Beale. But you don't the need to watch season. any of them. No, the, none of them are, except that Harry, the detective, is constant. Is constant. How is Bill Pullman looking? Is he gaining more weight or is he looking schleppy or is he... He's that character. I mean, yeah. But Matt Bomer is... Um, it's, Beautiful. Yeah. And it's a very... It's right up our alley as far as what we like in a, th- in a thriller. What do we like, Lori? Because well, this we would be like, curious. Secrets and lies. We like secrets and lies two, and finding out two you, things that are important. Is there any hot sex or anything like that? I, anyone cute? It seems, yeah. Well, Matt Bomer is in it, and he's married, and he's keeping secrets, uh-huh. big secrets. Mm-hmm. And it starts really out big? right away. Well, yeah, because the one you were wondering about, you're like, uh, you don't know if you're right or not. Oh, I anyway, can't wait. I like it. I like All it. All right, sinner, sinner.
The Sinner. The Sinner. We're going to check it out. All right, so we can do that. So that's happening. January Jones uh, is on covering Shape magazine. I don't, I have to read the article. I read it. She's a funny one. Yeah. Because she was in our ice skating thing that we like spinning out, spinning out on so Netflix. Everyone was watching Cheer on Netflix, not the ice skating drama. And I drama can't spinning stand out. Cheer because it's a documentary type thing. I don't want to watch another reality show. Well, anywho. Okay. Um, January Jones basically is saying that she does whatever she wants. She marches to her own drum. Well, I think we've kind of always known that. And she and I said, like that about her. She doesn't care how she looks in Hollywood. She um, gets her sense of well-being through cleaning and doing laundry and mopping floors. And I'm not going to tell anyone who Xander's dad is, who's seven now. Yeah. She was going to her sister's, was having a birthday party for a kid, and she shows up in baggy red sweatpants, and her sister's like, you go out in that? You would say this to me. Yeah. And her response, because of her age, is, I've got my period. Yeah. These are period bands. Yeah. And every woman in America knows what that means. That's right. We know. We know. And she also says, you know, her makeup artist. like her. She used to lie when she was doing one of those X-Men movie or whatever movie she's in. Oh, working out or something? She said they gave her a trainer. She'd just say, yeah, I just did that in my trailer and stuff. When she never would. But now She, she realizes that she needs to work out to be healthy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a that's a revelation that we all have in our some face. sooner than others. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but you I do bet she's get... glad that uh, she didn't end up with Ashton Kutcher. Ah, you know, I... I guess Demi Moore was Demi Moore and Brad Pitt were the two most sought after people at the Vanity Fair party. The two sober people. Who could remember all the things and when well, they met no, each other? Well, no, but they were the most sought I after people, it. according to a couple different an L.A. Times, Amy Kaufman. And Not rumor, Willis, Demi Moore's daughter, who no, was wearing a basically see-through dress. people wanted to tell Demi Moore how much they, they loved, loved her, her book. book and that they read it and that she was very honest. So she was getting that. And then Brad Pitt was just like... They it was all like, wanted to say, hey, man, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. You deserve this. It seems like you've been to hell and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was happening. And they tried to make something with Jennifer Aniston because they ran into each other at a party. But it was one of the it was the it was a big corporate party where it wasn't a private party. There's nothing there unless she maybe they'll show up on the march to the Emmys because she will be nominated for Morning Show. Yes. No doubt about it. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's do it. Yes. All right, we're going to start today's Dirt Alert with a little royal gossip. This is concerning the Queen's grandson, Peter Phillips, and his wife, Autumn. They have announced that they're going to be divorcing. I was just telling Laurie about this. Uh, <laughs> yes. And where is Autumn from? Grandson bites the dust in the divorce department. Where's Autumn from? Where is Autumn from? Canada. A... They That's met right. at the Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal in 2003. Julia, the Canadian thing means absolutely nothing. So just stop it. Okay? I mean, she's sick of being part of the royal family. No, it isn't. They've been married for 12 years, maybe. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They're not screwing anymore. What about that? Well, here's what they had to say about their separation. A statement said it's the best course of action for their two children and ongoing friendship. And that they have separated. They're going to share custody of their children, Savannah, who is nine years old, and Isla, who is seven years old. They say that they're sad, fully supportive of the decision, that they're going to be co-parenting. So read into that what yeah, you Yeah, they will. can't stand each other and they haven't slept together in two years. Well, duh, that they're going to be co-parenting. I, mean, well, this I know, is like but that they're breaking up now before they can't be friends. That's what I read into that. All right, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. And by the way... He is the son of Princess Anne, yes, yes, who is the daughter of the queen, and he is the oldest grandchild out of all of them. Right, and Princess Anne got divorced from her husband after, like, jeez. Captain Mark Phillips. Yeah. So his parents are divorced. divorced. Mm -hmm. That would be Mark and Anne. And uh, by the way, uh, Peter Phillips is 42 years old, so... Just hitting that kind of midlife decision where you just uh, you need to maybe I'd, find some action someplace yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin is on the latest uh, cover of Esquire magazine, and he's dishing a lot. And one of the things he's talking about is Michael Jackson. Remember Macaulay Culkin and Michael Jackson had an interesting friendship back in the early 90s when Home Alone was the huge mm-hmm. deal. And Macaulay Culkin says of Michael Jackson that he never did anything to me. He said, I never saw him do anything, especially at this flashpoint in time. I'd have no reason to hold anything back. The oh, guy has true. passed on. So he's talking about the sexual abuse allegations against Michael Jackson. Right. There. Because people don't molest every person that might be in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's sick of being asked this, too. Well, I know, but he doesn't give any interviews, so we haven't heard him say this, so I don't... Sure. He, he does not give interviews. We've not had him weigh in on this. Yeah. No, he's in the pizza cover band with Harmar Superstar. <laughs> right. Because when you're that insanely rich, when you're that young, mm-hmm. you can spend the rest of your life doing whatever yeah. you want, essentially. But- and probably Michael Jackson did like act like, you know, like a nine year old kid with him. And he didn't, he, he saved his, you know, molesting for other kids that weren't as well known that wouldn't have been in a position of power like Macaulay Culkin would have been as a child actor. Yeah, because in this quote, he doesn't really say anything. There are rumors Mm. maybe that perhaps it was Macaulay's brother who was at the end of the abuse, receiving the abuse from Michael Jackson. Kiernan Culkin, that's Mm -hmm. the rumor that's Mm -hmm. been going around for years, Mm -hmm. that it wasn't Macaulay, it was his little brother. Now, uh, Macaulay Culkin says he doesn't really want to talk about this anymore, but he did say that he ran into James Franco, and James Franco asked him what he thought about the documentary Leaving Neverland. Oh, So Macaulay says it was right after the Leaving Neverland documentary came out, so that was last year, and he says, so that documentary, and I was... That was all he said. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, silence. And he goes, so what do you think? And I turned to him and I go, do you want to talk about your dead friend? And he went, no, I don't. So I said, cool, man. It was nice to see you. 
Oh. So Macaulay Culkin is not here for your questions. Yeah, about his he relationship. Does not he talk about he doesn't. This, so no, and he rarely talks at all. Mm. He looks really great on the cover of Esquire because there was a couple of years there yes. where after after what's his what's her name dumped him. Mila Kunis. Yes, because mm-hmm. they were together for seven years. That's yeah. right. Which yeah, is he not a lot. Real. That that's that's a good amount mm-hmm. of time though. But yeah. Well, now he's with former Disney star Brenda Song, and they've been in a relationship for quite some time. Yeah, it looks like the two of them get along swimmingly. Let's talk about actor Richard E. Grant and his obsession with Barbara Streisand. Oh, and we know him from the M- Melissa McCarthy movie. And he played the man in it called the Forger. The Forger, whatever no. that. Can you ever forgive me? Can, Can you, you ever forgive, forgive me? me? And yes. he won, didn't he win some yes, awards? Yes, he did. He I feel wonderful. like he won Best Supporting Actor and the SAG Awards. And he went and took pictures outside Barbara Streisand's house. house yeah, and, and that was a fabulous character yeah, that he played in that movie. He That's really a did. Great movie. Yeah, it is. Yes, he was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Yeah. Uh, and he says of his love for Barbara Streisand that he was in psychoanalysis for it. He said, when I was 42 years old, I asked the shrink, these are his words, is Mm. this unusual to be a middle-aged person? And I still had this mad obsession with Barbara Streisand. And he said that the psychologist told him, well, it's probably arrested development at some level in adolescence, but as long as you're not hurting anyone and it makes your life tick along, then so be it. I love it. Richard E. Grant said his obsession with Barbara Streisand started when he saw Funny Girl Mm -hmm. when he was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. He wrote Barbara Streisand a letter. Inviting, inviting Barbara to stay with him at his home in Switzerland. That's the best movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, tell, tell me Turner Classic Movies is playing it. Uh, oh, but, it, but it isn't. You don't even have to have that. It's yeah, just on demand. But yeah. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Richard, I don't get Turner. Oh, you don't get Turner no, Classic Movies? you have to pay extra for it. You have to pay it. extra, Lori. I have everything. There's no I channel usually I don't do. have. I do too, but I haven't taken the time. Uh, yeah, I My guess, bill is huge. Yeah, I guess I guess we don't care is what I'm taking out of this. Hi, rolling over and I'm there guess with your if cable you, package. If you had it canceled and had to do something, I think you would be like me and not have it. I doubt it. Lori, mm. you wouldn't call. Yeah. When it, you have never talked to Comcast, I swear. I have. Have you once, really? Once. once. It was enough when to When she was do, single to turn 15 years ago. Her husband, That's my right. brother, does all this. I mean, I know oh, you... Don't hate me for it, Julie. I can't help it that I have a man who likes to engage with Comcast. You know? So much so that I saw him at my mom's oh, on, oh. on He engages Saturday with morning. your mom's Comcast, I know, too. and I left to take over the second half of the shift waiting for the Comcast man. Yeah. All right, Holly, oh, we, no. we've Teamwork taken over. Makes, that's fine. Teamwork makes the dream work. I didn't know about your cable situations before, but I'm glad that I know now. But, te- <laughs> but I hate that they canceled Turner Classics yeah. on our regular package. That's bad. Yeah, it that's is. rude. Yeah. That is rude. That is one of the best cable networks out there, so they know that it's the best. And they yes, they do. And they make some money off of that. Oh, well, now it's time for my talk traffic. It's not as delightful as Turner Classic movies, but we'll give it an old shot. We're going to start in Minneapolis this afternoon. Highway 55 westbound, a crash from Interstate 94 to East 26. All right, double duh. Oh, Lee Radswell, very funny account to follow on Twitter. Okay. Uh, she tweeted, sure, maybe Tate Donovan dated Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston, but Julie Cooper will always be the great love of his life. What was that from? The OC. Oh, oh for crying <laughs> out loud. Okay. That was a that was a flash down flashback avenue. Okay, I mean, so, wow. Okay, this study of Doug granted um 
It is coming to us from across the pond. So there might be a slight bias British towards this story. But okay. I a do, British, British edge. A British edge. Oh, but bullocks. Many parents. Are you <laughs> gobsmacked? You, that was it. Yeah, gobsmacked. I couldn't think of the word. I'm like, bullocks. No, bullocks is good. That's but, how but, we knew Brad Pitt did not say gobsmacked. He does not talk that way in real life. Okay. And we know this because we've spent so much time talking to him. Julia. He's from Missouri. He is not a gobsmacker guy. That is completely, er- that was part of the joke. I'm going to incorporate it into my sentences. Oh, please. Yeah, I, I can't like wait to, to see you okay. put yeah. gobsmacked every way you can. <laughs> okay. There was a band named Gobsmacked. Yeah, it would be like you, like all of a sudden start using the word ain't. Okay? It Should just I? doesn't make sense for you. <laughs> my dad, yes, you, no. <laughs> no, my your dad, dad say ain't? He uses Ooh. it when he's trying to be sarcastic about yeah. something, you know. Yeah. But ain't nobody got time for that. That's the only time. Just I like bet. my dad also describes people like David Letterman as clinically goofy. I mean, it's like kind of a <laughs> weird way. Okay, so many parents are giving their babies outlandish names. Why? To stand out on social media. Oh, oh good lord. No, it's true. Jeez. 65% of uh, parents are willing to consider a move to give their kid a uh, edge up. And what they're doing is giving them made up names that have is this meeting to get them into meeting. college. Well, they believe they're helping kids by selecting an odd name. This is a different, uh, this is a turnaround from uh, other days. 72% of parents think a unique name will help their child stand out. From the crowd, Why? one, one yeah, in 50 right. choose a made-up name for their baby with social media in mind. Mm-hmm. And um, because they, a third of people think a unique name will make their child feel special growing up. Well, you know what's going to be unique pretty soon? Mary, Susan, Jackie. Mm. Possibly. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. Yeah. Carol. Yeah. Barbara. Swing the other way. Right. Barbara. Lori. Lori. Julie. My Julia. name still kind of stays yeah, it's out around. there. It, it does. Is. Well, Shakespeare invented many names that are around. Okay. He made up Imogene and Jessica. Those are Shakespearean names. Did not know that. Did I, you not I, know I, that? No, I didn't. No. Yes. Imogene. Uh, Imogene. I would, I would pronounce Imogene. that emoji, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I was reading that, I know me. Well, okay. here's, here's what pe- people are saying. They said they like names sometimes that are not clearly male or female. They want a gender-neutral approach to sure. name. Another strategy to coming up with a new name is taking the two names that both parents like and then marrying it together into one name. Do you have an example of that? Well, Billia. In it across would be like the my pond, ex Bill and Julia, Billia, yeah, Billia. Across the pond, the reality star Katie Price and her husband Peter Andre. They named their daughter Tia Amia. Oh gosh! It's a it's a supposedly a combination of their two grandmothers' names. That's just dumb. Okay, and many people like popular movies or books that like our game of thrones that are kind of these yes. fantastical where they're all made up names mm-hmm. but they come with subtitles 92 <laughs> percent of people do say that giving their kid a too outlandish of a name is bound to result in a few drawbacks like, i agree like I, hard to spell hard to pronounce right always having to spell it always having to and pronounce like, it why exactly. couldn't my mom and dad give me yeah. a basic name well 
Casey and I both have memories of being in kindergarten and bursting into tears as our kindergartner teacher read our birth names, which we'd never heard referred to towards ourselves. Seriously? Seriously, because... We're kind of emotional kids. Well, because back then, your kids, they had to be registered under, like, your social security name or whatever, your well, given name. Lori, that yeah, still is the case. how okay, you yes. register people so, by their name. So for people with <laughs> nicknames, like if you're five I and you've only been called by one name, and then all of a sudden at school you have to answer to this big grown-up name, and Casey and I both add that funny experience because we funny. both were called nicknames I was and a not nickname. our given name. I was always called Julie mm-hmm. until I filled out my very first resume and used my real name real for name. fun. For grown up. It sounds so grown I up. I just did. Yeah. Anyway, here are across the pond. These are some of the favorite made up names. The number one is Jaspin. J-A-S-P-I-N. It's like a jasmine <laughs> tree and an aspen mm-hmm. tree combined. Mm-hmm. Charleston. That's Charleston, a city. That's a city okay, in South but yeah. Brigham. Brigham Young Brigham University. Young. The Mormons are all using that one. The growing in popularity by leaps and bounds. Ranger. 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 Mm. Ranger Rick is all I can think of. And the yeah. Horizons magazine where you find the things in the doctor's office and a mean person that's always it. circles them. That's right. We hate those people. Darn it. And number five, Renlo. Oh, okay. Is that like Reynolds Wrap with um, Ren down low? Like a Wren, like a bird oh, low? Please. Okay, top 10 made up girls. Names are Mavery. So it's Mave with a Y. The name Mave. Mm-hmm. I like the name Mave. <laughs> I love the name Mave, yeah. but Mavery. Mavery. Okay. I would hate to be a teacher now. Felina. Felina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adelia. These all sound like flowers. They do. Adelia. Ava Beth. Tessadora. Jessa Lee, Sylvia Lee, Sophia Lee. <laughs> Who's Lee? It's it's just like the <laughs> and Elisa Bell. Oh my gosh! I know. Okay, kids. honestly, those are great nicknames. <laughs> I, anyway, you know, and you do. Where's hashtag these days? Whatever happened to the kid named hashtag? Because that happened like five years ago. Kid yes, na- I don't, don't don't look at it. Right. Please don't get distracted right now. I'm not. Focus. I'm just, I'm Back focused. your hands away from the I'm, keyboard. <laughs> Back away from the keyboard. I've got one more study. Of da- right. This one is really going to be helpful for people. Okay. Okay. How many times have you Five. had to make a decision <laughs> and you've got two real different ways that you can go? Or three different ways you can go? Or maybe you've got four different ways Ooh, and you're like, how what? am I going to decide? Okay. A lot of times. Okay. Guess what? If it is a complex... You have this all the time. Should I go to Hawaii or Mexico? Should I go to Paris or Italy? Oh, well, I, I don't know about that. I'm talking about com- complex decisions. I don't think vacation decision making is be. complex. But if you have a complex decision, okay. this study of does says narrow your choices down to two. But if you have something that's complex... It's overwhelming you. This is good advice to give. Some people are naturally decisive, okay? And they will always just go with what they're got. But sometimes you do have something. Well, you have to do the pros and the cons. You make the list or whatever. And so this study, this was um, at, uh, and it was published in The Nature of Human Behavior. Are you still reading that one? Oh, Julia, two times a year, it's chock full of good studies and good information, but so many studies. But this seems kind of duh. 
Well, that's why it is a study of doubt. But if you are struggling with something and you have multiple options or it just seems kind of like it's too big of a decision and you feel overwhelmed about doing it, if you narrow your choices down to the two most promising options, that will help you make your decision as quickly as possible. And they did this study. The researchers noticed that so many people second-guess themselves or they can't make up their mind. And so they discovered that most people who aren't spreading their attention out over three or four or five things, if they just focused on the two most appealing choices, they trusted their response and what they chose over something else. Hmm. Pick the two most appealing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Things okay. that make the most sense. Narrow whatever. it down. Narrow I mean, it down. feels very like, duh. It but is, you're right. It is. It's a good you're, reminder. But maybe it's good because I know people that feel overwhelmed and I always tell them to make a list. What can we do right now? What do we have control over? What don't we have control maybe over? Maybe make a list now of what are the two most appealing ways that you could solve this problem. That's too difficult for a lot of people. Okay. But, That's too overwhelming. Okay, but just try yeah, and narrow but, it down. Yeah. What, what would you think? It, anyway, according to the study... I think we should be psychiatrists. Well, Psychologists. So we basically are. I, I am. I really am. Yeah, and you, if all that is too difficult, start a gratitude journal. <laughs> Journal, huh? Write three things you're happy about in the morning and three things at night and it'll change your attitude. Lori's Call me in the morning and that'll be $575. Lori's not really a journal type. Oh, I've kept journals. Oh, I, really? have, I, I kept keep journals. a journal every day during this show on Lori. Well, yeah. I know you have. I'm her interpreter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Copious notes coming from you. The journal that I was most horrified was the one I kept in junior and senior year of high school. Still have it? It was all I, about losing your virginity. It, they, <laughs> With Scott the goalie. And my parents divorced oh, and horrible. all my friends getting divorced and all this. Hard thing. stuff. It was hard stuff. I believe I threw it away or I burned it like but, a backyard but, fire. Wouldn't it be fun to read it now? Not really. No? It was painful in my 20s to oh, look okay. back and read it. I was just like, all oh, right. nobody needs to read this crap. It was very... It wasn't a fun journal. It wasn't a fun journal. Was, I liked finding like, the one... Lori had feelings back then. Yeah, I liked finding <laughs> the one I kept in Europe when I went to Europe oh, for two months. Of course! Between my junior, or between sophomore and freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, I wrote in so much code because I was so afraid someone would read it and find out all the naughty things we did. I don't have the code. I don't know what some of the words mean. The anymore. code is whatever you think it would be, it's worse. <laughs> you need a code breaker. <laughs> I am the code breaker, well, but I, know, I have forgotten the code. That's anyway, funny. All right, listen, we'll be back with some of the rest of the stories of the day. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, we'd always go in so it blindly. I needed to lose you to find me This dancer was killing me I needed to lose you to love me I 
everybody thanks for hanging out with us today so if you want to take a look at our website uh whitney houston died eight years ago today and there's kind of a cool montage yeah. from back life and photos that donnie posted also because uh peter the pilot is uh being Peter the Boar on The Bachelor, we got the twenty. 20- disappointed. Well, just last night's episode was very boring. He just is being very wishy washy, and the drama is it's old. No, it doesn't get old. It feels stale. Mm. He feels so wishy washy. I'm like, gobsmacked. I hope, yeah, they're trying to work that in tomorrow. <laughs> so we, Donnie posted the 14 juiciest Bachelor moments of all time. That's some good ones. And Pitbull and Blake Shelton have joined forces for a country fried dance song, Get Ready, basically, which is Black Betty. That old song. Yeah, yeah. and basically is come stay at this hotel because there's hot girls in thong underwear. Well, it does kind of look like a cool hotel, although I got to say, the Fountain Blue Hotel is amazing. It's so beautiful, and they redid it. But the Hard Rock would be, you know, it'd be fun to stay there. What do you get? As long as it's in a good spot. No, here's why I'm going to tell you no. Why? Because they're going to play music too loud at the pool and not allow you to read. Well, but maybe that's the kind of vacation that you're going for. Maybe you're going for three days of debauchery in Miami. What about that, Julia? I'm, I I think you can have both. The well, Julia, Julia wants the AARP. Yeah, she really does. My gosh. <laughs> Is this why Turn I'm self-partnered? Yes. <laughs> I, Lori, you know how upset we get when we go to the pool and we want to read and we if, have to be listening But to I would crap. not be expecting. It's like when I go to L.A. with you. I bring a book when we go to Beverly Hills. We never touch it. I don't open it once. Yeah. Nor do I expect to, nor do I want to. I'm busy <laughs> doing s- other things. I still haven't finished that book. The followers. Oh. oh. From then? Yeah. So well, you're like, like there's been seventeen books since then. Oh, that's so yeah, that's been there's been four or maybe three. Four. In in four. a month. In less than a month. Yeah, it's a lot. It is. Okay. For, for my little brain. My little brain. Don't call your brain No, it little. isn't little. It's that just, thing. That thing works a, hard. It is a sponge. It works hard. Okay, should we listen to this Justin Bieber song? You what? got a new oh. one for us? Intentions? If you oh, want. Oh, I got to find it again. Is I that too hard? Well, is maybe tomorrow. Is played on Saturday night, like the it. second one? I really like the second one. Why are you worried about him? <laughs> because I'm a mom. Hey, don't be. Okay, yeah. then are you worried about uh, Cindy Crawford's son, Presley Gerber? He's getting very mad at people who are yelling at him about his face tattoo, and he's saying, text me your number, and I'll text you my address, and come over here and say it to my face. Okay, so this kid oh, is what, 19? 20. 20. He's a model. I looked at, I read a lot about him last night, because I think, because Chris Brown just got a tattoo on the side of his face of a tennis shoe. Um, oh no! Yeah, and and I, I just think you have to be careful. And what did Gerber's tattoo say? Misunderstood, right, right underneath his eye. And eyes. then I looked at his uh, more about him. But when he looks at himself in the mirror, it doesn't say anything. Yeah, which no, is, it's it says it's backwards. Yeah. So it's only when looking out at misunderstood. It I I bet his mom and dad are they're, losing their minds no, right now. No, they first they're so had upset. to get their daughter away from Pete Davidson. True, and now they're having to get their son away from the inkjet. Yeah, because I'm no diss to tattoo artists. He's tatted up. I mean, he's done a lot of work already. But when you start messing with the face, oh yeah, I think that would be hard. Especially she's a model. 
Um, you know, his mom was a model. I mean, the face. Well, no, I, I'm just saying. You worry about your kid. Yeah, writing misunderstood on your face very much when you so. go in for your job interview. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Well, that was a certain point in my life last week. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I do have the Justin Bieber if you want to. Okay, hear this intentions. is called Intentions, featuring yeah, Quavo. Quavo, yeah. All right. Oh yeah, I like this song. I do. Stay in the kitchen cooking up that your own bread. Heart full of equity or an Make sure that you don't need no man. Alright, that's enough. I like well, it. And I the like music it. That's a good song. It's really kind of mm-hmm. cool. It features three women from LA's um Alexandria House, an organization that helps women and children. Move from crisis to stability. And in the, uh, when he did the video, the announcement that came out around with it was the announcement of the Intentions Fund to help women and the dreams of their families that that house supports. Well, I hope they get that all up and running because he yeah. didn't have it when they announced the tour. Hmm. He said I they just, were doing it, giving a dollar for every ticket, but they didn't have anything set right. up. Right. I like that song. Picture too. perfect and a bump on a bump. All right. What else do I have? Maria Bello. Yeah. Is engaged to her chef girlfriend Dominique Crenn. She's finally grow up, grown up. She says, "What was the movie she was in that she was Coyote so good?" Ugly. No, no, no. With um, William Macy, the lucky one, the Vegas, uh, uh, the dragon number, cooler, the, the cooler. Oh, oh yes, she, in that? she was in yes. the cooler. That's a good movie. She yeah. is hot. Yeah, yeah she plays a lot of interesting yes. roles, but we don't. We see her sometimes in movies, sometimes in TV. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, I feel like we went through a marriage with a guy once. She did. Her. Her, she shares a song with her screenwriter, ex-boyfriend, Dan McDermott. She yeah. was also in another relationship with a woman. She she wrote a book in 2013, Whatever Dot 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 Love Is, questioning the labels we give ourselves in our sexuality. So she's very happy. Well, congratulations, yes. Mazel, yes. and all of that. All right. Um, Birds of Prey. The movie with Margot Robbie that came out last weekend because no one went to it. They're changing the name. That is that I don't understand. Well, this, this so, is this is the latest thing. Geez. Harley Quinn changed the movie and more the the title and more people go. I don't know about that. Listen, I don't know. I don't Cats know. wanted to. Cats released all new movies the second day it was released. Oh, that's right. They did CGI effects. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is 